All she wanted was a jar of water. Having made the trek up that dusty road from the village in the heat of the day, yet again alone, all she wanted was a jar of water. And as she turns the bend yet again and sees the well yet again, this time she stops. And all of a sudden, this day is not like all the other days. Because someone already sits at the well. A man, a stranger. She is ready to turn and leave but the man speaks to her. Give me a drink. She should leave. She should just turn around and go. But something. Is it the way that he holds himself? Is it the tone of his voice? Is it the kindness in his face? Something allows her to remain. But this still isn't right. She knows her place. She knows his place. Knows that this is not what usually happens when a Jewish man encounters a Samaritan woman. And so a remarkable back and forth ensues. It's one of the most incredible give and takes that we have on record between Jesus and a foreigner, between Jesus and a woman, heck, between Jesus and anyone. And it's in the middle of this exchange, of this encounter, that this man makes a startling statement that if she knew who he was, he would have given her living water. Water that becomes an internal spring welling up to life forever. At first, the woman from Samaria finds this hard to understand. We often do, don't we? Metaphors that signal truth Often in the midst of noise, they are difficult to perceive. But then as the conversation deepens, and as she allows herself to trust and to be seen, the waters within begin to rise. And then not just rise, but overflow. You know, I've been looking forward to this gospel story for months. Ever since we chose the theme of living waters for our capital campaign. <laughs> months and months and months ago. I've been anticipating this very Sunday. <laughs> this very moment. So excited to be able to dive deeply into this very story. 
And like that Samaritan woman walking to the well long ago in that midday sun, what I've encountered now that we've come to this Sunday is, well, it's like nothing I expected. Because I had not anticipated the world would tilt on its axis. I had not anticipated panic emptying the shelves of our stores. I had not anticipated fear simmering in just about every conversation. I had not anticipated dread lurking in the turn of the calendar page. It's happened so quickly that it's hard to know where to turn, where to place our trust. And then as this week careened along, I returned to this gospel to tell the story that I had been waiting for. And I found in the midst of all my worry and stress and concern, a calm, a relief, a stillness, and a trust that I realized emerged when I began to allow myself to drink from these living waters and encounter Jesus once again waiting for me at the well. You see, that's what this story is about. It's about finding Jesus or allowing ourselves to be found by Jesus. Because in this telling of the Christ, salvation and healing and wholeness, life in the eternal now, is found by entering into relationship with Jesus. That's where our sustenance comes from. That's where our fears are released. That's where our hope finds its fullness. And there are many reasons why I feel grateful to be part of this parish this morning. But probably the most important among them is that when I need it most, this place, this people, encourages me, challenges me, loves me, so that I return to Jesus, to the essential relationship that leads me to know the waters of life within. And I believe this to be a charism, a gift, that we at All Souls Parish have been offering since the very beginning. Did you know that mere months after the first chapel was built on the corner of Cedar and Spruce, all Souls served as a haven for the refugees of the 1906 earthquake and fire. 
and shepherded people back to life. And then just over a decade later, in 1918, All Souls served as a rallying point and as a place of hope for many in Berkeley as the Spanish flu ravaged much of the world. You see, we've been here before. We've been sustained by these waters before. And not five years after that pandemic, in 1923, there was a devastating fire that swept down these hills from what is now Tilden Park. And that fire stopped on the other side of Spruce and on the other side of Cedar. And this church remained and was a place of refuge and solace for scores and scores of people of this city. Despite the tumult of world wars, in the midst of riots and social unrest, through drought and depression, this parish has drawn deeply of these living waters. Generation after generation have found life here. They have come thirsty and afraid and have been met, known, and sustained. Met, known, and sustained by Jesus the Christ who is present in and through each of us this day. And those same ways that those thousands over decades have come to know the living God, these paths to the well await us today. Remember, friends, it's not that those who came before us were any less fearful or that we are any less faithful. But it is in moments like these that all Soulsians for generations have looked to Jesus and found comfort and strength, solace and renewal by drawing from this well. And there are paths to find our way to these waters. And these are the paths that we will take now. One of them is by reading and leaning into Scripture, by spending time inhabiting these stories. Do this at the start of your day, or in the middle of your day, or at the end of your day, but spend time, set it aside, to read the Bible, just a story or two at a time, but spend time with it. Soak it in. Trust that you will be met by the Spirit there. And pray. Jesus will meet you in prayer. Prayer that is grounded in vulnerability, that is known in stillness, by an openness to the God who yearns to know us and who yearns to be known by us. Create space to quiet the noise. Let God in. And God will come.
and stay in it with people. You'll find Jesus in the practice of abiding relationship. You know the kind of relationship that is marked by real conversation? Whether in person or over Zoom. The kind of relationship that is fed by forgiveness and grace. That is known in sacrifice and mercy. Connect with someone today. Be attentive with them. Allow yourself to be known by them. Jesus has promised to be there. Each path that leads to the well of these living waters involves an openness to the Christ in that moment. The practice of total and complete attention. A trust that allows for encounter with a truth that will lead to life. Wherever you are right now, however you're hearing this, know that these living waters are close at hand. That Jesus, the well of life, awaits you. Just as you are. No matter what the days and weeks ahead bring, the living waters of the Christ will remain. No matter the scarcity that threatens, these waters will never run dry. No matter the fears that surround, these waters will always, always sustain. No matter the suffering and death that plague, the well of eternal life, of communion with Jesus the Christ, awaits now and forevermore.